Hi, and welcome to the Fertility Warriors. Here at Fertility Warriors HQ, we believe in three things, grace, grit, and gratitude. We don't believe you have to be perfect to fall pregnant, but we do believe that you need to place yourself and your well-being at the top of your priority list. I'm your host, Robin Birkin. For some people, trying to conceive is a cakewalk. I was not one of those people. My journey was years in the making and included IUIs, IVF and a miscarriage, as well as many, many tears before we fell pregnant with our first child. Now I'm the author of the book, Screw Infertility, and the founder of a 12-week mind-body fertility program, the Fertility Warrior Intensive. I'm here to help you not only navigate these waters, but to help you feel like a badass in the process. My superpower? Helping Taipei women find calm, confidence, and happiness in their journey. I'm a little woo-woo, a lot straight shooter, and I swear like a sailor. Sorry, mom. I've never turned down a bowl of mashed potato, and if you like salt and pepper, mm, I think we'll get along just fine. So hit that subscribe button and tune in for tips, advice, and real talk every week. I promise you, I'm not daggy. Okay, maybe a lot daggy, but subscribe anyway. Enough small talk, let's do this thing. Hi, and welcome to the Fertility Warriors. I'm so thrilled to have you here. It kind of feels like ages since I've spoken with you. And I know that obviously we're not speaking back and forth right now, but we've had, you know, like this big break here in Australia over Christmas and we put out some podcasts, which were a little bit of a sneak peek behind my big program, the Fertility Warrior Intensive. We've just closed the doors to the intensive and I am actually working on some cool things behind the scenes. So I'm going to keep that a secret at the moment, but if you ever want to find out exactly what's going on in live time, you need to make sure that you're on my email list or on my Instagram uh, and like or like checking in on my Instagram stories and things like that regularly because that's when you'll find out when all of the exciting stuff is happening in live time. I don't always mention it on the podcast because we have like people who will, you might have done the same thing when you first started listening to the Fertility Warriors, but we have people who are tuning in for the first time and going back, you know, to when we first started a couple of years ago. So if you're like people will if you're listening to an episode from 2 years ago obviously that's not live stuff so i don't always talk about exactly what's happening but there are so many exciting things happening behind the scenes of the fertility warriors and at robinburken.com so you definitely want to stay informed so you can come and find me on instagram at robinburken r o b y n burken b i r k i n and that's how you can stay informed because there's some very, very cool stuff coming that not a lot of other people are doing. Well, I don't know anyone who's doing it and you're going to love it. Like, I just know you're going to love it. Okay. And also, you know, that way you'll find out as well when we open and we close the doors to my big programs, right? You might be sitting here and wondering, but I'm listening to the podcast and this is great. I've had so many people. I'm so grateful to you for whenever you do this because seriously, I do a happy dance every time it happens. You reach out to me on Instagram. You're like, I've been listening to your podcast and it's really helping. But my program, like it's just not something that I can deliver fully over a podcast or anything like that. And obviously I have a business that supports lots of different other people like fertility warriors and things like that 
in like in their businesses as well through my business. That's also how I can afford to do things like put out this podcast, which costs you know, like hundreds of dollars per month uh, in terms of hosting and things like that. When you get to half a million downloads, there's like a lot of pay to play kind of stuff. And so there's lots of expenses that come along with doing things like that. And that's why this is what I do. And I want to be able to serve you. I want to be able to put out the best stuff possible for you. So I have my program, my big program, which is called the Fertility Warrior Intensive. And it's like life-changing. It includes like 12 video lessons. We deliver it currently over 12 weeks. And it's just like the combination of the worksheets and the lessons, which are delivered over like a video lesson, as well as bonuses like guest expert interviews, yoga classes, Pilates classes, like fortnightly support calls. We do so much in that program. And obviously the transformation and the way in which that this is just life-changing and provides so much support to people uh, is crazy. So if you ever want to take it to the next step, you can come and visit on my website and join the wait list and go from there. But we're talking today about feeling the pressure when your parents are desperate for grandchildren. And I can tell you right now, I've been there, especially with my dad, who he's got three brothers and one brother has no children that's the oldest brother the other one has he's got three children my dad's got three children and they've each got like two and three kids kind of thing there's well there's lots of kids so he's always seeing my uncle with all his kids running around and my dad's always been like I just want that and so there was a lot of pressure on me to have children my two sisters Uh, living life as bachelorettes. So it was almost like the responsibility has fallen onto me. So I really felt that pressure. He would say things to me like, why don't you just adopt? Or you know that if you you can't have a baby, then you'll just adopt, right? And this is before he even knew that we were trying unsuccessfully on our own to try and conceive. So every time he'd say that, like my heart would break into a million pieces. I felt like it was up to me to be the one to deliver the grandchildren because I was married to my high school sweetheart. And I felt it. I felt that pressure. Like I have to be the one to do this. And I don't know how many of you can relate, but I'm an eldest child. How many of us as eldest children feel the weight of so many things. I don't know about you, but I've certainly felt the weight of, I need to be the successful one. I need to be the one that leads the way. I need to be the one that gets the degree. I need to be the one that does this. I need to be the one that does that. And I certainly had had all of these stories in my mind about like what my life should look like because of the identity that I had created around the person that I thought I needed to be for my parents And I had this full circle moment about a month ago when I got a tattoo. And I had wanted a tattoo since I was about 17. I actually went to live in Japan for a year as an exchange student and I walked into a tattoo parlour once and then chickened out. So that's, you know, at that time what I wanted was a little butterfly like at the bottom of my back, like above my butt. So... That was a cliche, but that was what I wanted at the time and I chickened out and then I had kind of wanted this tattoo 
ever since that moment, but had never gone ahead with it for lots of reasons. I was like, oh, you know, they're so permanent. I was like, oh, they, you know, like, what will my parents think? It'll make me less employable, blah, 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 blah. All of these things that I had thought about myself. And here's what we do. We create stories and identities around who we think we should be. What if you just dismantled the stories? I mean, we talk about this in more in depth in my program, but what if you just dismantled the stories about who you thought you should be? So let's say your parents want grandchildren. Good for them. Who's to say that that's what you have to do? Because you're actually an adult, you can do what you want. And that doesn't mean that you have to not want to have grandchildren because you can also want that as well. But you have to separate what you want and what you're working for from what they want because it's your life. You get to live your life in any way possible. And what kind of decisions might you make differently if you didn't feel the pressure of who you thought you needed to be? Would you sometimes take a break? Would you release yourself a little bit from thinking that you needed to try so hard? Would you leap into other options? Would you decide that actually perhaps creating a family is not your priority anymore and that you would like to do other things and, you know, put to, put this journey to bed for a while, okay? What might you do differently if you were living life for yourself and rather than for other people, whether that's your parents, your friends, your partner, society, everything like that? What might life look like if you didn't define yourself by societal standards or stereotypes or cliches? When I was getting my tattoo, one of the, you know, obviously I had this, what will my parents think? It'll make me less employable. And I was like, oh, hang on. I give zero fucks these days about, no, I don't give zero. I, I do care a lot about what my parents think. However, I now live my life for myself, not for them. This is something that I wanted and it actually doesn't make me a good or a bad daughter if I have something like a tattoo or if I have something like a nose stud. So I've got like a stud in my nose as well. Both of these times my mum, like I didn't show my mum until after I did it because I didn't want her two cents worth and both times I'm pretty sure she's looked at me and said, that's disgusting. Or I think when she saw the tattoo, she was like, that's awful. Is that really permanent? Are you joking? That's awful. But I expected it and I like I knew that that was going to happen and I didn't put any weight on that. Uh, so I just laughed. Um, but that's kind of what our parents do and that's what they've kind of grown up doing and thinking. And then I thought to myself, well, maybe I will look more tacky. Or, you know, like, I don't know if there's any other words in the other, like, less classy if I have a tattoo. I also thought to myself, like, what if this goes out of fashion or what if it becomes such a big fashion that then I'm just a sheep, right? You know, what if it makes me less employable? And every time one of those came up and the type of person that I've become now is that I've learned to like almost answer back to those and be like, is that really true? Like, no, not necessarily. Does this really define me? And I want you to really have a look at that when we're thinking things about what will people, what will other people think or how will this, 
you know, make other people feel, so long as we're not actively, you know, trying to do something to hurt someone. And being able to address those with like, is this a fact? Isn't this a fact? Am I going to give weight to this? I think could be really powerful. And then I had the thoughts like, is this permanent? This is such, tattoos are such a permanent thing. They're actually not anymore. They're not that permanent anymore. You can actually go and get them removed or semi-removed. And so it's this process of constantly dismantling the thoughts and feelings and behaviours that we have had before. And getting the tattoo has been like a bit of a like a like full circle moment for me in realising how far I've come on my journey and realising how strong I am now in myself, realising that I can be my biggest cheerleader and I can live my life for me and I can do the things that bring me joy in my life and I wanted to touch base with you because you know as I was getting this tattoo I you know those thoughts of always wanting to be the good girl and always wanting to impress my parents and letting go of that need that belief that that needs to be the case then actually I can live my life for me learning over the last few years that actually I can take scary leaps and do things that are a little bit scary and that that is part of the fun of living and also learning that we can give so much weight to the permanence of things but actually rarely are things super permanent you know whatever it is is it buying a house you know big scary money investments things like that they can feel really scary but they're actually not as permanent or as bad or as life-changing as we think they are, it's just the weight that we're giving to them. So, you know, even like you look at purchasing a program or spending money on, I don't know, IVF or a course or a self-improvement thing and thinking like, oh my God, that's so much money. But actually the number one, the reward or the value or the joy that you receive from doing that thing might be completely worth it. But number two is like, let's say it's buying a house and that's a lot of money, but actually there's always different options like if you decide later that you can't afford it you can always sell that house and move on you can always try and get a second job and make more money there's always so many options and it's not like when we make decisions that we're always stuck necessarily in the permanence of it this is a fairly quick podcast today but I really wanted to talk about that belief and that pressure that you might be feeling and perhaps how you can start to let go of their desires and not feel the weight of what they want and start to lean in a little bit more towards your intuition in towards your own joy and what you want out of life and lean in a little bit more towards how you can maybe release yourself from the burden of who you think you should be or who society or who your parents think you should be. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast today. I'm always so grateful to be able to chat with you and to share things with you. And head to my my website, robinberkin.com, if you would like to learn more about how you can work with me or how, you know, I've got heaps of freebies and things like that. Learn more generally about what I've got to offer uh, and how I can help you. Have a great day, everyone. Bye. Okay, warrior, I need to ask you a huge favor. 
Did you know that the Fertility Warriors podcast comes out every Wednesday? So why not subscribe so that you get notified of future episodes? But also, if you liked this episode, and especially if you're a long-term listener, you would make my day if you would jump into your podcast player and leave me a written review. Seriously, I live for these. But more importantly, they tell the podcast gods that this podcast is helpful so that they can send it out to more people and you can help me help others in the process. I would be ever so grateful for a podcast review. But lastly, Warrior, I need to also let you know, I am not a doctor or a dietitian or a financial advisor. I'm me. And the information in this podcast is for information and inspirational purposes only based on my own experiences. So please don't substitute the information you hear on the Fertility Warriors podcast for professional advice. And know that girl, in the world of trying to conceive, there are no guaranteed pregnancy or other outcomes. Please check out my website, robinberkin.com, if you would like to read my full terms and conditions.